Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. Hi there. This is Patrick Timpone, and it's the 27th of September, 2022, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Our 800 line is is working, I believe, yeah. So if you care to join the show, 888 663-6386-email-patrick-at-oneradio-network.com. We have a great show for you today. A little bit later on, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects and the title of an upcoming book and also a screenplay that I've written called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. Part and parcel of that idea, of that fact, is that we are soul, we are spiritual beings, and that we create this body every moment through our state of consciousness. And this is why we age, and this is why we create disease. And we're going to talk about later on, after our first guest, of why the body is not solid. It is not physical. It looks physical. It feels physical, but it is a thought. And the more we can understand this, the more we can understand how it's possible to stay younger a lot longer and also how to deal with these things we call disease because if it's not solid, then what's the way to get rid of it? It's a spiritual thing, I think, uh, between you and God and your state of consciousness and we love talking about it because it's very important because this whole disease thing, our opinion, has just been made up. Okay, so... That's the preface to the next show. Tomorrow we're going to be talking with uh, Martin Armstrong, who's been on the show quite a few times. He is a uh, fascinating and well-respected geopolitical financial analyst, and he's come across some documents of late. So I need a water to show that this whole Ukraine-Russian thing was all planned out long ago, and the whole plan is to the globalists, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, they want to take Russia over. He says he has documents to prove this. He will be on tomorrow. First up this morning is an interesting fellow. He is an attorney, has been for some 40 years. He's written 10 books or so, in dealing with uh, biblical ideas. Everything is Christian-based. He's a Christian. And he's written about geopolitics, and he's written about uh, the real true history. And I see on his website that will tell you about is uh, some of the issues with these uh, injections. And one of the books that we're going to be talking about today is called The Greatest Lie on Earth, Proof Our World is Not a Moving Globe. As you know, if you've been on this channel and this network for the past year or so, I have come to the conclusion about a year ago that we are not spinning around on a globe at 600 uh, around the sun uh, after doing quite a bit of research. And we've done mm, uh, quite a few shows on Flat Earth with Menachi and David Wise and uh, uh, some other folks. And Mr. Hendry, uh, Edward Hendry is our guest, And he has a book called The Greatest Lie. And I came across it with doing uh, my research. So we thought we would have him on and get his take on it. 
and more from my biblical perspective. Mr. Hendry, a very pleasant good morning to you, sir. Oops, there you are. Hi, sorry. Good morning, sir. I, I had you off for a second. Now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Good morning, Patrick. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. How are things? How are you? How's your life? Things are things are well. Yeah. Well, well yeah. it's good to have you on. That's a it's a great uh, title, the greatest lie on earth. Um, one of the questions we get most often is, and you can tell us who did it and when they did it and why. But whoever started this um, this idea that we were in fact spinning around the sun. Who were these people, and when did it start? Okay, all right. Well, this is this is a uh, a conspiracy against God and man, and this is an age old conspiracy. And in fact, if you if you read in the in the Book of Acts, uh, the uh, the Jewish leaders uh, they brought the apostles in after they had healed a man who'd been lame for his entire life from birth. Mm-hmm. And basically, they admonished them not to preach about Jesus, not to speak of his name. Hmm. And they said, well, no, we're going to preach Jesus. And the point that was made in, in chapter four of the book of Acts uh, was that the, the kings of the world are in a conspiracy against God and Christ. And, and he, he quoted from uh, the book of Psalms, in, in, and this is uh, in chapter 4, verse 25. Um, By the mouth of thy servant David said, Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine of vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. So, this is a conspiracy, and what they want to do, they're trying to conceal from the minds of men the existence of God. That's what they were trying to prevent the apostles from preaching the gospel. They realized at that point that that was fruitless, that they couldn't, okay? So, they've happened on this idea of, okay, Let's conceal from them uh, God's creation. Well, now, why would they do that? Well, if you read in the book of Romans, uh, chapter 1, verses 19 to 20, uh, God explains that he reveals his character, his nature through his creation. So, uh, if you read that uh, again, Romans 1, 19 to 20, it says, that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So God has revealed his eternal power and Godhead through his creation. And so... And his creation is earth. That's right. Mm. That's right. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. So, um, Nikita Khrushchev kind of let the cat out of the bag in a speech he gave um, before the Politburo. 
And the concern they were having was the growing influence of the church mm -hmm. in now communist Russia. And they, they, wanted, to, they, they wanted to confront this, this um, growing influence. And so he made this statement. He said, well, why should you clutch? And I'm quoting him. Why should you clutch at God? Here is Gagarin who flew to space but saw no God there. You see, that's the whole concept of outer space. The Bible depicts the earth with a firmament over mm -hmm. it. Yes. Above the firmament is the abode of God, who is drenched in light. Mm. But yet, when you go, when, when the astronauts go to outer space, it's a foreboding, dark, dank uh, environment, very much threatening. They have to wear special suits. It's a vacuum, a, a perfect vacuum. And they go up there. There's no God there. There's outer space and there's planets. And you can look as, at, uh, into eternity in distance, okay? Uh, it's an infinite distance and they see no heaven, they see no God. That's the whole concept. They are concealing God from man. Now, why would they do that? Why would they want people not to understand? See, if people understood that God created heaven and earth and that this earth is unique in creation and there's a firmament above us and that the sun and moon were created by God, okay, and that the stars are in that firmament and that above the firmament is God Almighty, okay, they would, they would gain an understanding there is God. There is a God. Who is this God? They would seek God. But if they can conceal this creation from man, then man will not seek God. Now, why don't they want him to seek God? Well, here's why. Uh, Edmund Burke said, men are qualified for civil liberty in exact proportion to their disposition to put moral change on their own appetite. Society cannot exist unless a controlling power uh, upon will and appetite be placed somewhere. And the less of it there is within, the more there is without. Okay. Hmm. And he said it is the eternal, it is in the eternal constitution of things that men are, that men of intemperate minds cannot be free. Their passions forge their fetters. This is the concept. If men have no concept that there is a God, okay, they are taught to be atheists. They are taught in school that we evolved from apes, all right, and that uh, creation starts with a big bang, that there is no God involved. Right. Then guess what? There are, no, there are no rules of God. There are no commandments of God to be obeyed. And, and if, if you have that, then what do you have? You, you, you have people behaving accordingly, without rules, without a governor on their, on their own passions. And so that manifests itself in sin, and that sin is usually harm to another person, harm to another person. And so if a person is not going to uh, control their passions and they're going to harm another person, well, guess what? You need government control to protect hmm. the innocent. Yeah.
See, yeah. you need more police. I hear you. You need more oh. government control. Okay, so, and that's the whole concept. That's that's the main concept. The idea, oh. the idea oh. of hiding God brings tyranny. The tyranny of government it grows government, and of course, the rulers of this world are in a conspiracy against God and man. All right, and at the forefront, at the core, is concealing the existence of God. And that's that's the core. If if they lose that, everything else ta- everything else falls. That's yes, the keystone of their conspiracy. Mr. Mr. Hold on a second. I want to ask some questions here. So just uh, uh, take a breath. It's okay. You're doing good. (laughs) But I need to ask some questions here to have some context, if you would, sir. So is it true then that cultures from the beginning of time, long ago, knew that the earth was immovable and there was a firmament, and that somewhere along the line there were people, um, I. I've been told the Freemasons, the Jesuits, and these kinds of folks brought this out maybe four or five hundred years ago, the heliocentric model. Is that your understanding or earlier? Yeah, the well, it's generally understood that the heliocentric model began with Pythagoras. Pythagoras, okay. Yeah. How long ago was that, sir? Well, that was be about 500 B.C. Okay, all right, 500 B.C. So this started um, before the it, time it, of it, Jesus. It, it probably goes e- even before that. Right. Um, but um, but he's generally reputed to be the the, uh, uh, the person who who gave rise and and of course you're right you're absolutely right this has been um, perpetuated by the Freemasons okay um, and they they hold Pythagoras in very high esteem in Freemasonry right. for that reason right 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 so was it true then that also there were people involved like I'm not sure. Who brought up this whole idea of gravity? How did that come about? Same principle? Were they okay? Well, gravity is it, gravity was necessary uh, in order to explain the spinning Earth. Yeah. You see, if if you have the Earth spinning, then there is a centrifugal force. Okay. Well, that centrifugal force would 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 cause objects uh, to spin off spin off the earth. I mean, if you think about it, the, the earth is spinning uh, by the heliocentric model at a thousand miles per hour at the equator. Yes. Sir. Uh, and so, so in order to have a, um, in order to, to uh, push against this centrifugal force, uh, you have to have a centripetal force. And that centripetal force, they they happened on as gravity. Okay, now gravity doesn't actually exist. And in fact, if you if you look at the model that they have for gravity, gravity is um, an equal force throughout the Earth. Right. Yeah. Well, if you if, think about it logically, if the Earth is a sphere and it's spinning at a thousand miles per hour at the equator, uh, then at uh, at latitudes north and south of the equator it would be spinning at a slower speed yes so um at our latitude here it may be 700 miles per hour well guess what that means the centrifugal force is much less now here's the problem with the with the gravitational model that means that if the centrifugal force is less the centripetal force also must be less and guess what it's not 
the centripetal force is constant throughout the Earth, which means that things should weigh um, more as you get further north and south of the equator, and they would weigh less at the equator. Yes, I'm but that's not the, case. not the case. Things weigh virtually the same throughout the Earth. Can you imagine a person wanting to engage in a gold transaction? Okay. They would want to travel to an area way north so they get more money for their gold. Yeah, I think so. And by the way, I have actually heard the arguments that they say that, in fact, things do weigh less depending on where you are. That's how nonsense. It's complete nonsense. It's not true. Things do not weigh less. Uh, now, there is there is uh, atmospheric pressure, okay, that does have an effect on the weight of things. But in fact, if you... If you understand atmospheric pressure, things actually weigh a fraction of a percentage uh, less, I'm sorry, more at the equator, not less. So it actually works against them. Right. So um, how do we yes, explain, there is such a thing as atmospheric How pressure. do we explain when we see these alleged astronauts floating in space? We've seen many videos where they're not really, they're on harnesses. Is that how they do it mostly at NASA? Well, I don't know how they accomplish the, um, the, the effect, mm -hmm. okay, but it's a lot of it is CGI, mm -hmm. and of course, they've been busted on that a number of times. I've actually seen a video where uh, they had a close-up of the one of the astronauts' hands, and you could see his bare hand right. through the end of the glove, right. and they, they announced to him, we can see your finger. <laughs> it's like they they make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, they they, they sure. I think they they think they've uh, uh, discontinued doing these live uh, feeds any longer because they were making so many mistakes, Mister Henry. Uh, Edward Henry is with us, the greatest lie on earth. So I've been kind of thinking about the idea that when we, as spiritual beings, which we are, right, as we as spiritual beings do not really get where we are living, and we are living a lie, then we are more easily programmed into believing other things like viruses and COVID and stuff. You think that's uh, any merit to that argument? Okay, well, now, if you if you want to segue into the health issue, I, well, I'm I mean, we can just that. go back and forth. It's all the same. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but is, remember, I'm looking at this from a Christian perspective. We are born in trespasses and sin. And the only way you can truly be a spiritual being, okay, is by being born again, by, by the grace of God through faith in Jesus Christ. So uh, he has elected certain to be born again, and that's a rebirth, a spiritual rebirth. So you're, you're actually dead uh, spiritually, um, and you have to be made alive by God by being born again. He gives you the faith to believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, the, the God who created heaven and earth, who came to earth and died in our stead to pay the penalty for our sins. So that when he looks upon you, if you're born again, he doesn't see the sin. The sin's already been punished on the cross through Jesus Christ. I understand. Uh, no, okay. I, I, well, I, I understand. We get that. Uh, a fair point. Okay. Uh, could you please ask your guest how he explains the Coriolis force on a flat planet? See below for more explanation. 
Um, okay, what a good question. What yeah, a great it, question. I don't even, what is the Coriolis effect? I don't even know what it okay, is. Okay, well, the Coriolis effect, all spinning objects will have a Coriolis effect. Some people call it a Coriolis uh, force. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is an object that is that is, um, that is on a spinning, uh, th- uh, that there is, when something spins, there's an effect on all objects on that spinning object. So, for example, if you were to, if the Earth is spinning uh, uh, east and west, and you were to send an object going north, that the Earth would spin underneath that object. A plane flying north, the Earth would spin, okay, uh, uh, underneath that plane as the plane is flying. And that's called the Coriolis effect. You shoot a bullet, and the Earth would spin, if you're shooting the bullet, let's say, north uh, on a spinning Earth, the Coriolis effect would have that bullet um, not traveling. It would not hit the target because the target would be moving to the side. And that's called the Coriolis effect. But bottom line is there is no Coriolis effect on Earth. The fact that there is no Coriolis effect means that the Earth is not spinning. And see, there's a myth that there's a Coriolis effect. The textbooks claim there's a Coriolis uh, I effect. See. Science they have says there is illustrations of a Coriolis yeah. effect, mm-hmm. but there is no Coriolis there is, effect. There is no. Okay. Second part of this question: How is there a north and south pole on a flat plane? There is no south pole. There's a north pole. If you think of it this way, you're looking at a plate. Mm-hmm. You're looking down on a plate. Your dinner plate. The center of that plate would be the north pole. The outer rim of that plate would be what we call Antarctica. Yes, sir. There is no pole. There is no South Pole. Uh, There's a North Pole, okay, but there is no South Pole on the flat Earth. If you look at the depiction on the cover of my book, I've got this showing on the, the, I got this showing on the video right now, Mr. Henry. So the North Pole is right in the center of this circle, correct? That's the North Pole? That's right. Okay. That's right. And then every place you go from there, sir, is South. That's right. And that's where you get and to there, the ice and, wall and then the Antarctica? Yeah, that's right. And and there is no South Pole. That's a myth. Mm. That's a lie. Mm. Okay. Mm. In fact, uh, they actually have uh, three different locations for the South Pole. They have a ceremonial South Pole. They move from place to place. Mm. It's it's a myth. It's okay? a myth. Because oh. I, I actually got an email from somebody that said they he and her his wife took an excursion to the south pole and they have yeah. pictures you know they have oh, pictures yeah. so what did they do just take them to some place that it's a kind of ceremonial it's a cer- it's a yeah we saw it with prince uh who is the uh Phil. the red-haired prince prince andrew is that his name uh, one of those uh, they guys, have a picture yeah. of him going to the south pole believe me um <laughs> the prince of england did not go to the south pole all right no um there is no south pole to go to it's ceremonial uh now, isn't it interesting? They wouldn't take him to the North Pole, which, by the way, um, is much more uh, have, uh, it, it's much less dangerous than going to the to, to the alleged South Pole if there was one. So, yeah, no. Is the North Pole well frigid, Mister Hendry? I mean, really cold, or there as oh, well? I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I again, who knows? Um, I, I've heard people dispute that. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert on the North Pole. I just know it does exist, okay? Um, and, you know, all of our compasses testify to that. And you can navigate by 
having a compass that points north to Polaris. And the Polaris, well, yeah, there, Polaris I, I, is yeah. the only and, and star that way, doesn't think about move. It, think about it, you mentioned Polaris. Think yeah. about it logically. Yeah. How can you have uh, Polaris that, that is is tracking tracking the Earth as it spins around the Sun uh, when Polaris is is many many light years away? Okay, and yet it's it's stationary over the Earth. So it just happens to be in sequence with the Earth as the Earth is spinning around the Sun or uh, rotating around the Sun. Ridiculous. And then the whole thing is spinning around the Milky Way and all of that? Oh, yeah. 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 Now, Polaris, you say light years. So there's not light years between here and the firmament. So where is Polaris, the star? Polaris is in the firmament. It's in the firmament. Oh, it's in, yeah. embedded in the firmament? Well, it. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's embedded in the firmament okay. or it's underneath the firmament and in the firmament. I, I, I'm not sure, but yes, it's sir. in the firmament in some respect. But it is a fact, and we can prove that the stars rotate around, and after one year, they come back to the same spot, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, well, think about it this way. Correct. Take, take a look at a time-lapse photograph of Polaris. Yes. Anybody can do it. And then when you look at that time-lapse photograph, that time-lapse photograph proves that the Earth is not spinning, that in fact, it's the stars that are spinning. Yes. Okay. How do I, how can I say that? Well... When you look north, and let's say you're north of the equator, mm -hmm. and you're south of the North Pole, so mm -hmm. you're not on the North Pole, all right? You're, let's say you're at uh, latitude 40 degrees, okay? So, if you look at the North Star, you can see that the stars are circling, circling around Polaris. Yes. They're moving around Polaris, which is stationary. But when you're looking at it, how can you have stars going both east? If they circle, that means the ones that are underneath are going east to west. The ones that are on top are, are also going from east to west, okay? But they're going around. They're circling it. If, in fact, the Earth were revolving, the stars should be in an arc. You can't have stars going in the reverse direction. So you have them going east to west, and then underneath you have them going west to east. So you have them circling. On the top, they're going east to west, and then on the bottom, you have them going west to east. How can they go in two different directions at the same time if the Earth is only traveling in one direction, east to west? It's not possible. Which NASA says we're spinning, uh, correct, sir, 1,000 miles to the east, correct? That's what NASA yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not possible because how can you have the stars going in the opposite direction at the same time? It, 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 you just look, just look at a time-lapse photograph of the North Star. Go on, look at in on YouTube. Uh, just Google it. Uh, you can pull it up. In my book, I have a photograph where I, um, in the... Um, uh, it's not the greatest lie on earth, but I have a subsequent book called The Sphere of Influence, mm -hmm. okay, which is a sequel to it, where, which I go, I, I, um, I dig much, much deeper into the, uh, the biblical authority for a flat earth. And uh, I show in there that you, you cannot have a time-lapse photograph with stars traveling uh, both from east to west and from west to east at the same time if the earth is traveling in only one direction. It's not possible. Um, so, so yeah. another email from 
Jeremy wants to know, does your guest have any facts or does he know how far the firmament is from the earth plane? Do we know how, how far up it is? Um, I'm not sure. If you had to guess. Okay. Um, if you had to guess. I, I don't know. It okay. may be. I, I don't know. Okay. I would only be guessing. Yeah. Um, well, where do rockets go? Rockets go out into the ocean and crash. Hmm. So if you look at NASA yes, when they have their launches, and I remember this as a child. Now, remember, as a child, I believed in this heliocentric model. That's how I was conditioned. I saw them land on the and, moon, sir. I saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, <laughs> and when, you look at the, when you look at the rockets, right. when they are launched from uh, Cape Canaveral, and then it was Cape Kennedy, now I guess it's back to Cape Canaveral. Yes, sir. Um, when you watch them, they are in an arc. Yes. So they're traveling in an arc out to the Atlantic Ocean, and then you'll notice the the nose actually, as it gets further away, starts dipping down. Yes. And I was always curious about that. Where did that? How come? is that possible? Because the camera is not being tilted. The camera is ma- maintaining its its um, you know, its its position. It's not tilt. It's not being tilted. Okay. That camera is looking at what's happening, and the camera is level, and it's on a tripod. It's not being tilted. It's not handheld, and it's held steady because it's a, it has a telephone a telephoto lens on it. So the I'm looking at that. I go, what's going on? And now I realize, if you look at the night launches from NASA, you can see the arc of these um, uh, launches. Every they, one of them, they, yes, sir. They, yeah. they are an arc, and they're going out out to sea. You think they just go and out to sea? They're being crashed into huh. into the ocean. Wow. So, is there such a thing as this uh, area called a Van Allen belt that people, uh, the moon hoax people argued years ago, that's one of the reasons they didn't go to the moon, because you can't go through this Van Allen belt. Do you have any insights into that? Um, No. The the Van Allen belt is mythology. It's it's myth. There is no outer space, and so there's no place for the Van Allen belt to exist. Remember, the Van Allen belt (laughs) is portrayed as this area of radiation with all kinds of cosmic gamma gamma rays, X-rays that would kill any living being without a lead shield. And here's the the part of the myth that people, they don't stop and think about these. uh, And this is like a religion. Okay, you're told to believe it, even though scientifically it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work. So, for example, they say, that the space is full of these dangerous gamma rays, okay? As- quite aside from the um, the Van Allen, the alleged Van Allen belt. Right. They say that in space, there are gamma rays, X-rays um, that are very dangerous and that our atmosphere protects us from that. So when they reach the atmosphere, and the, by the way, those are electromagnetic waves. Uh, they're in the radio spectrum. Radio waves are electromagnetic waves also, okay? But our atmosphere protects us from that they can't get through the atmosphere so we're good to go we're protected now here's think about it logically we're being bombarded okay with x-rays but we're being protected the earth is being protected um by the atmosphere from those x-rays yet when you go to a doctor's office that same atmosphere does not protect you they can take an x-ray of you the nurse has to step behind a ledge a lead wall 
before she starts the x-ray because why she doesn't want to be exposed to the x-ray so here when we're here at sea level suddenly the atmosphere okay which is much more dense is no barrier to x-rays but yet way 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 up in the atmosphere apparently it is and now here's another odd thing that same atmosphere uh when it gets really really thin okay they they um into the ion they call it the ionosphere supposedly they're able to explain a uh, long distance radio transmission by saying we bounce it off the ionosphere so here we have radio waves okay which are electromagnetic traveling through the atmosphere which is supposed to protect us from radio waves from outer space and then they get to the ionosphere the very thinnest part of the atmosphere okay and then they bounce off that thin atmosphere back down to earth okay but yet guess what happens when the astronauts travel to space suddenly that ionosphere doesn't make the radio waves bounce they travel right through and they can communicate to astronauts in space and on the moon and guess what the the astronauts that are in outer space can tr can transmit their radio signals from the moon even through the atmosphere through the atmosphere which is supposed to protect us from all of these gamma rays and x-rays and everything but those those radio waves can travel right through and communicate with mission control now this doesn't even make sense <laughs> this is insanity but president this nixon is a religion president nixon you, talked to them believe from president it's, it's, oh, yeah president nixon talked with them on a landline from the oval office remember Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're supposed to be 240,000 miles away. Now, think about it logically. <laughs> there should have been a four second delay between their conversation, but there was no delay. It was real time. <laughs> How is that possible? Well, the technology, sir, as you know, back in the 69. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, somebody said, I don't know if this is true, that an iPhone has more computing power than we had back in 69. Is you think that's true? I don't know. That's exponentially more exponentially 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 more, exponentially yes. more. yeah 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 uh, there are people that have conjectured and somebody's asking about this george is asking about it that the moon is not even solid it's just a plasma there's a scientist that i've seen interviews with back in 65 and saying that it's just plasma do you have any insights or research or well, beliefs about that yourself well yeah well yes I, I i don't know what the moon is but i can tell you this hmm. the light of the moon is the moon is its own source of light it appears how do so. i know that it appears so. how do i know that it's not reflecting the light of the sun as we are as we have been told All right okay and i and i know that because you can actually go out at night and you can take and they you can buy them okay they have these uh thermometers that are um that allow you to at a distance take the temperature of objects mm -hmm. and if you uh take the temperature of uh any object okay that is in moon shade mm -hmm. it is actually warmer than it is in moonlight so we know that moonlight is a cold light it's it can be three to four degrees actually colder in moonlight than moonshade. And so we know from that that it can't be reflecting the light of the sun because a reflected object, a, a, a reflector can only reflect the, 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 the kind of light that's being reflected. And the sun has a warm light. OK, and so if it's if the moon is casting a cold light, it has to be a different kind of light. 
okay? And it's that means the moon is its own source of light. It has to be, right? Just logically, yeah. just logically. Yeah. And then the alleged pictures and videos that we see from the moon, it's just this dark place. How is that possible? Well, that's another thing. If you look at the pictures, and I have depictions in my book, okay, where it shows that these these um, uh, these pictures are constructed. They're using CGI. They're using um, uh, graphics tools to create these these pictures. Okay, and I and I give example after example in my book of yes, that. Sir. In fact, the Earth. If you look at the some of the pictures where they depict the Earth. Um, you'll see that the continents shrink and grow from time to time. Okay, sometimes they're larger, sometimes they're smaller, uh, depending on who the graphic artist happens to be who's depicting this globular Earth. Um, yes. And even even Google Maps, which is supposed to, uh, or I should say Google Earth, uh, which is, which they, they, they it, uh, it interfaces with Google Maps, but Google Earth, uh, when you, it, it's actually a software tool that is turning what is really a flat earth into a globe. So that's how they do it. That's how you can zoom in and get to streets and so forth. When you zoom out, you get to a globe. Well, if you actually turn that thing 180 degrees, you'll find out that uh, it will not, I'm sorry, 360 degrees, you will not end up in the same spot where you started. Yes, sir. So if you, if you spin Google Earth 360 degrees, um, there'll be a different, area of the earth facing you than when you started you can actually see it when you spin it 360 degrees even at, uh, as it faces you it'll flip it'll flip on you um and that's just proof that it's it's software they're, they're using software to c- conform uh what is really the flat earth uh into a uh, the appearance of a globe uh and by the way that was that was from a company called Keyhole, which was pur- purchased by Google, which was developed by InQtel, which is, by the way, a CIA operation. InQtel is wow. a CIA operation. Yeah. Uh, and InQtel developed Keyhole, and that was bought by Google. As you well know, um, the uh, big tech places from Facebook to Google to um, YouTube and, and a lot of them, and of course all media, they do everything they can to disavow this idea of a immovable non-spinning earth and we can get into some of the reasons why they continue this but um many people argue that if it was really a round earth just turn this hubble or these alleged telescopes around and show us a picture a real photo surrounded by space but in your opinion and many others they're all cgi correct there's never been it's impossible. You can't have a picture because it's not spinning. Yeah, yeah. Well, they won't turn Hubble around. Why? Because Hubble doesn't exist. That's the, there is understand. no Hubble. Telescope is that true? Yeah, other space. people have said that. They're just, it's that's not there. No, it's not. It's Hubble does not exist. And uh, J- James Webb, this new one, same. No, doesn't exist. How how can you put something in space when space does not I know, exist? I know. It's understand crazy. this. There is uh, <laughs> NASA. By the way, just to let you know, yeah. NASA buys more helium yeah. than. Any government agency uh, I've read in, in yeah. the United States. So they, they, they have a helium balloon um, and so uh, program. And so when, when they talk about satellites, um, yeah, there are satellites, but they're tethered under a helium balloon. All and they them. crash periodically, Correct. by the That's way. It. There's pictures all over the Internet of these satellites that 
have crashed from being tethered under a helium balloon. So Elon Musk is in on the deal because he's alleging that he's got all these satellites and they're just balloons, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They're just- yeah this, uh, the, the whole, this whole Elon Musk, he's a scam artist. Yeah. All of his launches, they are CGI. In fact, the, they launched a Tesla into outer space. Yeah. And guess what? what? It, had, it had tires on it. Now, you know, and I know that space is allegedly a perfect vacuum. Well, if you had tires on a car in outer space, they would explode if there was a vacuum. I mean, there's so many things about that. And he said, and he actually realized it looked like CGI. And he said, well, if we were going to do CGI, we'd do it a lot better than that. Yeah, I, I see. He was acknowledging it looked fake, and it did It did look fake. I heard. So NASA, I think their latest budget, uh, Mr. Hendry, was $26 billion a year. Billion. So what's your opinion? It seems like it's just a money laundering operation. Well, I mean... Yeah, sure, but that's not the that's not the purpose. The CIA's budget's even bigger than that. Oh, sure. These are intelligence. It's an intelligence agency. Okay, uh, they work very closely with the CIA, and the whole point is to control the masses. It's a mind control operation. Hmm. You have to understand, you're not dealing with space exploration. You're dealing with mind control. They want to control the masses. They have to keep this scam going. I mean, think about it. The last time we were um, on the moon was what, 1973? That's what they allege, yes. Okay. So, but they won't go back. Um, George Bush has promised to go back. Um, uh, What was it? Obama promised to go back. Um, Trump promised to go back. Uh, But nobody's going back. There's nothing. We can't seem to get uh, get above uh, low Earth orbit with the um, with the space station. NASA claims they well, lost why, the why technology. Is that? Why, we, I mean, <laughs> when when we crossed the Atlantic uh, the first time, uh, within I mean I don't know how long it was, but pretty quick we had uh, people passenger aircraft going taking people across the ocean on airplanes. Okay, well we don't. By now we should have we should have uh, a colony on the moon. But nobody seems to be able to get back there. Oh, thing is absurd. Why? Because we never went there to begin with. Yeah, never went. Well, of course. We never went there to begin with. Never happened. But I watched no. it on television when I just got out of the Navy in 69. And you know what? I Even back then, I just kind of knew that it wasn't right. Something was not right with it. Those little cheesy spacesuits, you know? I uh, just... But I didn't have the guts to t- say to my parents, hey, I don't think they really are there. Well, I mean, the, 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 the whole concept, okay, like when they blasted off, they had the, remember, you're dealing with a four-second radio transmission delay. But when they blasted off, they were able to move remotely, allegedly, the camera to track the, um, uh, the capsule as it blasted off from the moon. Now, how did they do that? How did they do that? It's not possible. It's obviously this is this is um, you know th- this was a a uh, a Hollywood operation. Yes, sir. It appears so. Uh, Mr. Um, uh, Edward Hendry is with us. His book is called "The Greatest Lie," and uh, he's going to tell you where you can get his books and tell you about his website. We're going to do a quick little break here. The Greatest Lie on Earth proof that the world is not a moving 
globe. He's written about 10 books from a Christian biblical perspective, as well as this uh, Greatest Lie book. And if you'd like uh, to join the conversation, you can call and ask Mr. Henry a question or email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com, as we're live here on uh, Tuesday morning. Fascinating, eh? 27 September 2022. We'll do a little break here, and this product here is on sale. I think we have about three or four more days. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair, and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, Chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And Reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Sir Thrival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. This is a really, really nice product. Chaga Rishi, as Daniel said, they just use the fruited bodies. Uh, everything's organic in the way they do it. In Myron Glass makes them quite potent. These are adaptogens, which means you can take them every day, forever, and it kind of modulates immune function and does a lot of cool things. And you can even take them before bed for sleep. If you use promo code SAVE20, the biggest sale of the year going on right now, there any survival link on OneRadioNetwork.com, save 20, 20% off. Great deal. And then look at uh, their other products, the Pine Pollen, Elk Velvet Antler, um, and uh, um, Vitamin D3K2, and also Colostrum. So they've got a really uh, nice suite of products, everything organic, everything in my ring glass here. We're live here on the 27th of September, uh, about uh, 10 minutes before 11 o'clock. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com if you care to join the show. One of the greatest technologies ever. I think it goes way back to, uh, I think, this, since the beginning of time, and certainly people like the Romans and either, and obviously the, uh, the Indians, uh, American Indians, did sweat lodges. People knew and have known for a long time that sweating is a very, very healthy thing to do. The body detoxifies toxins that we tend to get in the air and the food and the water in the, you know, the 21st century because uh, of all the stuff we've done to the environment on God's green earth. And um, so we sweat a lot of stuff out. Also, when we do uh, far-infrared saunas, it's been proven that more toxins come out of the urine before and after 
which tells you some mechanism goes on with the kidneys and the bladder to get toxins out of the body, and that's how we get toxins out with the urine and the feces. These are really great units, the ones that we um, we promote, uh, very low electromagnetic fields, no RFs, radio frequencies, but they've got some magnetic fields, but nothing, nothing much, no more than when you're driving in your car or you're sitting are you juicing or standing next to your refrigerator? Um, and um, they're very nice units. Your head is sticking out so you don't heat up your head. If you'd like to get one, here's the way to do it. Just email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. The price is $1,295 delivered. Delivered. In the lower 48, 1295, and we ship them all over the world. We've shipped them to, well, Canada, a lot to Canada. It's usually about 200 extra dollars to Canada. We've shipped them to Europe, uh, uh, South America, everywhere. China, uh, yeah. Australia, we've shipped in Australia. So just tell me where you live, email me, and I'll give you the, the best price I can. And we have the lowest price ever, so low that we're not even allowed to put it into print. So uh, think about that. It's a very important aspect of this. Um, uh, they don't even allow us to put it into print. It is the Relax Far Infrared Sauna 1295 tax title license in the lower 48. Uh, so there you go. This conversation took place six years ago with the brilliant Dr. Patrick Flanagan. Is there any trick to remembering dream experiences and we've had so many people that are remembering more and more vivid dreams after being on the organic sulfur yeah that's why why, what is going on there well the first first thing happens with the organic sulfur is that when your body gets cleansed uh, to a certain point you start dreaming in full technicolor most people don't dream in color; they dream in black and white, and um, if, if and don't remember their dreams at all. And the organic sulfur starts cleansing uh, the brain, and the pineal gland starts operating. And suddenly, uh, the first thing people do is they have these vivid dreams in color. Well, that's just one of the benefits with our organic sulfur. It's totally pure. Very few are out there that are pure as ours is. You can click an order anytime, oneradionetwork.com. If you'd like more than four pounds, email me for a 10% or maybe more discount, depending. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And thanks for your support. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. Turn on my microphone here. We're talking with an interesting gentleman. His name is Edward Hendry. Uh, one of the books, uh, one of ten or so, The Greatest Lie on Earth, proof of our world is not a moving globe. Um, one of the things that I thought about, Mr. Hendry, since realizing that we are on an immovable plane, oh, by the way, his website is greatmountainpublishing.com. Come and tell folks about some of your other books too, so they'll go and visit and maybe get a couple from you. Yeah, the the books typically uh, they address um, 
the gospel. So mm-hmm. I have books dealing with uh, salvation by the grace of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Um, I have books about the uh, the Roman Catholic Church, the seat of the Antichrist, uh, books about the some of the uh, atrocities committed by the Roman Catholic Church. I have books on Zionism, uh, the influence of, of Zionists uh, over the Vatican. Um, I have books about the, the gospel of grace. Um, I have a, a book on 9-11, uh, exposing the conspiracy of 9-11. Um, so I have a lot of different um, uh, books dealing with basically the gospel, um, and which segues into other issues. In fact, there's nothing that is not spiritual in this world, okay? Mm. So when, when we're dealing with people talk about secularism and so forth, um, well, no, uh, virtually everything touches on your spirituality. Uh, and so the, the idea that you can discuss something and be only secular uh, is a myth. And so, and that's why they're able to um, uh, preach what is secular. They call it secular humanism. Yes, uh, no, it's humanism. Okay, it is a religion without God. Okay, and basically, any religion without God, of course, requires a deity. So, a religion without God is um, is really a a religion uh, that is tricking you into thinking it's a religion without God. There is a God in that religion, and it's Satan, okay? So, anybody who tries to have you believe that secular humanism is secular, that's a lie. The The God of secular humanism is Satan, and those are the, and of course, he has rules that are directly contrary uh, to God's rules, which is why in this secular humanistic society, okay, uh, and I'll call it that because that's what they call it, and that's what they teach in the schools. You have, uh, you know, all sorts of abominations taught as, as though they're good things. Hmm. Um, and God said that, you know, if you if you if you exchange darkness for light, okay, that's an abomination. If if you call good evil and evil good, okay, that's an abomination, and that's what they do. They call evil things good. And good things evil. So, for example, um, if you if you promote abortion, that's a good thing, according to them. All right, and that that is because you're giving freedom to women. If you speak against it, that's a bad thing. Uh, though you may think you're protecting a, a child's life, they say no, you're interfering with a woman's freedom. Well, basically, when you talk about that freedom. Nobody has absolute freedom to do whatever they want. I can swing my arms, fine. I have freedom to do that. But the moment I swing my arm in such a way that it comes in contact with your face, I have now infringed on your rights. And it's the same way with the freedom of a woman, okay? Uh, She has freedom, but the minute her freedom impacts that unborn child, oh, no, she's now infringing the the rights of that child. And the... Uh, the Supreme Court decision uh, that allowed for abortion is based on the same premise uh, as the Dred Scott decision that basically gave the uh, imprimatur to in slavery. So basically that a black man, okay, or a slave, I should say, does not have 
the same rights as a free man. They're not men. It's the same way with the um, the unborn child. The unborn child, according to the Supreme Court, is not does not have the constitutionally protected rights of somebody who's born. It's the exact same philosophy. They justified slavery on in Dred Scott on the same philosophy. They justify abortion. So, yes, um, yes. do, do, do yeah. you think that this the same group or genre or you use your term, Mr. Henry, of people? Uh, with this heliocentric model um, through the Vatican and through, you know, the wars and the military-industrial complex, you think they're they're all the same cloud that have just been growing and growing for a long time? Um, oh, it's the same crowd, but it's just, it, it, as far as growing, no, they wanna they wanna influence you into their doctrine. Right. So basically, we are dealing with Talmudic, Talmudic Judaism. Talmudic. So if you look at the if you look at uh, communism, mm-hmm. uh, communism is is basically Talmudic Judaism that has come to power, and all you have to do is look at these communist countries, and they that that is Talmudic Judaism. That's what you're dealing with. What does that mean, uh, Talmudic? The Vatican. If you if you look at the if you look at the Vatican, no. uh, the Vatican is basically Judaism for Gentiles. I, what is Talmudic Judaism? I don't understand that term. Please. Okay, so people think of Judaism as based on um, the Tanakh, the yeah. Old Testament. Yeah. Well, no. Okay, uh, Judaism is actually, they, they basically, um, they use the Old Testament as window dressing for a group, a, 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 for their own traditions. And their own traditions are memorialized um, in the Talmud. Okay, which have now it's about 60 volumes long, and it's basically the teachings and doctrines of the rabbis. And it's the very thing that Jesus criticized them mm. for. Mm. At that time, it was the oral traditions. And he says, you've, you've replaced God's laws with your traditions. Well, their traditions have now been memorialized, and, and they're in the Talmud. Okay, uh, they also have another group of books called the Kabbalah, okay, involving uh, spirituality. Uh, contact with devils and things like that, um, and so the um, uh, Freemasonry again is a Gentile arm of Judaism. So uh, this this concept, um, uh, when I say Talmudic Judaism, I want to drive home the point that this is not what people think. They think that Jews are are uh, the um, uh, uh, that they follow the Old Testament. Okay, no, they don't. They have rejected Jesus Christ. And he said, and Jesus said, if you reject me, you rejected the Father. Okay, so you 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 cannot claim to worship God if you reject Jesus Christ. So they've rejected Jesus Christ. They are antichrist. And in fact, in their Talmud, they actually teach that Jesus Christ is in hell in boiling excrement for having. Uh, uh, confronted and uh, the, the the rabbis. Okay, so that's his. They 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 claim that Jesus is being punished in hell. That's their doctrine in the Talmud, and they have all sorts of other uh, terrible things that they say about Gentiles and Christians in particular. Hmm. So this whole one world government movement, communist, so whatever you want to call it, this is all based on the idea of. No God and Satan, right? Is well, it? The, it has to be atheist. As you know, communism is at its core atheistic. 
Atheist. It's not really atheistic. They portray it as that, but they, they have to remove God, the God of the Bible from people's minds. Why? They have to, because understand this, if you, um, if you remove the God of the Bible from your mind, something has to, so there's a spirituality that has to replace that. And that's Satan, the devil. Okay. So they want people to worship creation rather than the creator. If you're worshiping creation, you are worshiping the devil. So all religions, okay, and that's why in, in Satanism, uh, they're always out in nature, okay? They're always, uh, they always have icons. They have uh, idols, okay? That's why in the Roman Catholic Church is full of idols because behind every idol is a devil. They worship before these idols, these objects. So um, it. God is a spirit. He must be worshipped in spirit, not by eyesight. I understand. No, I, I, I get. I get what you're saying. Uh, Edward Henry is with us. So, at the beginning, when I first understood that we were not spinning in a globe around the sun, I also got this idea deep down, Mister Henry, that these people promoting this idea. They did not want me to think that I was special, that there was a God, and Earth is a very special place to be, in a sense, and all the answers were out there in this light years and infinite planets and solar systems and everything like that. That's right. That's right. They is don't want a- you to, to understand that you were made in God's image. Right. As the Bible depicts it. Right. Exactly. They don't, lo- they don't yeah. want that. They want us to think are, that we have to one, go you are outside. You are on a planet. That's one of millions and millions of Chameleons. other planets that could have other aliens, as they call them. Right. Um, you know, of higher intellect. Yeah. Every alien <laughs> contact in all those books, they are all devils. They are devils. There is a spiritual realm. Yes, there is absolutely oh, a spiritual realm. Of course there is. Yeah. yeah. yeah and 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 the devil is real. Okay. Um, and so and he can manifest himself in any number of ways. And so that's what you're dealing with, either fraud or the devil. So what's going on now? I mean, we've heard this term over the years, and I'm no biblical scholar I don't, I, by any stretch, any, any, any stretch, this idea of the end times. And do you think that there's something uh, profound going on today with all of the, mm, the transhuman and the, 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 the incredible... Um, tenure situation we are on financially around the world, um, and the, oh, what a great question! I mean, okay, there's something okay. going on, so, right? Isn't there? So, so you know? just to, just to, you're absolutely right. And by the way, this ties right into the flat Earth. Why? Okay, because the without without this this idea that we are a spinning globe, uh, one of many millions and millions in a in an infinite universe. Okay. Um, they would never be able to pull off what they're pulling off now with this COVID scam. Okay. Just to let you know, um, do you realize that in 2019 to 2020, there were 38 million cases of the flu, influenza, ordinary influenza. Do you realize that in 2020 to 2021, during the flu season, 
the flu virtually disappeared. I do. It went from 38 million the previous year to 1,822. Now, how is that possible? I can tell you how it's possible. What they've done is they turned the flu and they labeled it, they relabeled it COVID-19. Yes. That's what they did. It's a scam. It's a complete scam. Okay. And how are they able to do that? Well, guess what? Hospitals were paid $13,000 by the federal government for every case that was diagnosed and treated as COVID-19. Yes, sir. And if they put them on a ventilator, they then got $39,000. And so there was an incentive to have people diagnosed with COVID-19, and it was a perverted financial incentive. And you, there, there were actually strange cases of, for instance, a guy died on a motorcycle and he, they tested his dead body, okay, for COVID and he tested positive. And so they determined that he died of COVID. Yes. Really? They do that. Yes. And by the way, this is all admitted. Uh, the, um, uh, uh, I can't remember the woman's name. She was on the, the um, COVID-19 task force for the White House. Uh, she came out and said that if somebody dies with COVID, they are determined to have died from COVID, and that's how we report them. And, and, and by the way, they also admit that even though somebody, uh, and on average, people who have died, okay, with COVID have had between 2.4 and 3 comorbidities. That means that they may have had heart disease, uh, leukemia, they could have had um, many other things that they actually died from. But if they test positive for COVID, they are listed as a COVID-19 death, hmm. okay? Hmm. This is a scam, a statistical scam, okay, to scare people into thinking that there really is a virus called COVID-19. And now, and they've used that to scare people into getting the, the and, and, and forcing people to get the COVID-19 vaccines, okay, with which are death shots. Uh, those things are very dangerous. Uh, the... Uh, uh, the side effects are are terrible, and you know the the uh, and by the way, just to let you know, the getting back to how they test people for for COVID. Let's get back to that. Um, they used what is known as the PCR test. That PCR test returned ninety four percent false positives. Why is that? Because they use an amplification, and the uh, the amplification um, allows them to find something virtually anything that they're looking for yes and so uh for example if i gave you a penny and i doubled that penny uh each day for 28 days you'd have a million dollars after 28 days um and after 40 days you'd have five billion dollars hmm. guess what they used 40 cycles in the pcr test to test people for COVID 19 and basically uh they they're going to test positive okay because all it does is amplify amplify things that are already in the person's system. So um, if if I find your hair in a room, that doesn't mean you're in that room. I that understand. means I found your hair, which means you were there at some time. Do you okay? think this whole thing was a a, a precursor to do uh, what is called eugenics and they these people just want to kill a lot of people to lower the population? Oh, without question. Without question. Without question. In fact, that's been alleged um, by a number of doctors that this, oh, yeah. this um, vaccine has uh, killed so many people. Uh, in fact, the um, 
In fact, I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up right now. It's called Open Vares. If you go to the website called Open Vares, yes, sir. Uh, they will report uh, the number of deaths uh, from COVID-19 being uh, reported in the Vares system. Okay. So, um, and the interesting thing about, about these deaths that are being reported, all right. Now, understand this. Um, we don't, we can't say for certain that these deaths were caused by the vaccine. We can only say that the person who were, who were the people who were vaccinated received the vaccine and then they died, okay? Now, what we can say is that little over 40%, I think it's like 42% the research showed, die within 48 hours of receiving the vaccine. I think it's fair to say that if somebody dies within 48 hours of receiving the vaccine, that there's a causal link Okay, between the vaccine and that death. And so I'm looking at open VAERS right now as of um, September 16th is the last date they have. 31,000 deaths is what they report, 31,071 deaths. However, you have to understand this. Uh, there was a research study done at, uh, by, at the request of the, uh, I think it was CDC, requested Harvard, uh, to do a research study to determine the accuracy of their VAERS system, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Mm -hmm. That's what VAERS stands for. And the Harvard study found that they, VAERS is only reporting 1% of the adverse events, which means this 31,000 deaths here is only representative of 1% of the deaths, which means be that this 31,000 actually represents... Three million. Three million. And if we're dealing with, um, if we're dealing with uh, right around forty percent, well, forty percent of three million is one point two million caused by that vaccine. Now, as I recall, the swine flu. I think fifty people died, and they and they and immediately they, stopped the swine yes, flu sir. thing. Wow. Here we have, they report here thirty one thousand. Okay, and it's really three million, and they're cranking along. Cranking along, still, still promoting it. Still doing and it. why are they doing that? Because these these vaccines, okay, are not approved by the FDA. People don't realize that. They are not approved by the FDA. They're authorized. They're given emergency use authorization. Um, and so they have not been proven to be safe or effective. They simply, under an emergency, they're allowed to be used. Now, people say, well, wait a minute. No, Pfizer and Moderna had their vaccines approved. Ah, you have to understand the trick they pulled. What they did was, yes, they approved a version of their vaccine, their mRNA vaccines, but that version is not available in the U.S. So everybody who gets vaccinated is being vaccinated, not with an approved vaccine. Why is that? Because an approved vaccine has a different legal status than an authorized vaccine. With an authorized vaccine under the emergency use authorization, that manufacturer and everybody involved in the chain until you get that vaccine has immunity from civil liability and it's virtually impossible to gain recovery for any damages caused by that vaccine whereas if it's approved if you receive approved vaccine you also they also have immunity but it is um it is less protection they get less protection and you're so, an attorney instance, so you statute, understand this right you an attorney you understand this yeah but the, but the point is, the point is, it's a trick. See, in order to have 
in order to uh, give somebody an authorized vaccine and not an approved one, the authorized vaccine must be um, uh, it has to be uh, the the approved one has to be unavailable. And what they've simply done is they've made it unavailable. If it was available, because they, in order to give an authorized one, there has to be no alternative that's available. Huh. Okay. Well, guess what? There is no alternative available because they've only made it available in Europe and I think South America. So they have an approved version. The FDA has approved it, but nobody gets it here in the United States. Fascinating. Edward. It's a, it's a trick. It, it's a trick so they can tell people, oh, it's been approved, but you don't get the approved one. You get the authorized one, which means legally you're out of luck if there's any adverse events. Mr. Henry, uh, before we go, uh, let's just take big picture. Um, I'd like to ask you this from a spiritual or biblical perspective of what's going on today, 2021, with these people, whoever they are, controlling 98% of the media, probably 99%, really. Um, most politicians, most governments, where are we? What do you think this is about? Um, how do you think that us good guys are going to survive this one? Okay. First of all, you have to understand where they get their power from. The love of money is the root of all evil. Okay. All right. They control the Everything. money. If you pull out a dollar out of your pocket, it says Federal Reserve note. Most people do not understand this. It's stamped with all kinds of government seals and everything from the Treasury Department and all the rest of that. That's a private corporation. Yes, sir. The Federal Reserve is a private corporation. Most people don't understand that. Our government is controlled by a private entity. Money is the fuel of government. Okay. And so these money powers control the governments of this world. And these money powers are, are, are very, very powerful cadre of, um, of people that rule this world. And Bill Gates, Bill Gates is just one of their minions. Yes. He's not all powerful. He's one of their minions. He can't hold a candle to the Rothschild's wealth. Okay, they call him the rich. No, they, he's not the richest man in the world. The Rothschilds, by and large, are much have much more power than 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 he ever will. Okay, uh, so he's you just think they're doing top of the food bidding. chain, uh, running this show? So, uh, biblically, though, during this time, I mean, uh, what does that what does that mean in your opinion for humanity? I know you're not, uh, you know. Um, Oh, well, I can tell you, you right now, you this is going a, we're right now going through a conditioning process. Conditioning. So right now they're, they're, um, they're seeing how far they can push. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like two steps forward, one step back. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be two steps forward, one step back. And uh, their position is rather tenuous, but people don't understand that. And I can tell you right now, everybody's looking to the United States. Why? Because we have a constitution that's based on this concept of God-given rights, yes, one of which is the right to bear arms. And they're going to try all they can. They're going to do all they can to get those guns away from the people. Yes, once, they once they do that, we're done. Okay? So you can never let that happen. Um, and right you know, so there and there are a lot of ways they're they're uh, by contriving these shootings in schools and so forth. Those are all contrivances, uh, some of which never have never happened. Uh, they it's a uh, it, it's it's all a facade. Uh, it's 
and in fact, they, the shooting in uh, that they had in Australia, um, the uh, Christchurch shooting, that that shooting uh, actually the um, you can see on the video, and I have it on my website. If you pull it up, you just type in the Christchurch shooting, you'll see that they made a mistake in the video. They published the video, and the video actually shows him shooting through the windshield with a shotgun. Here's the problem. The, when he shot through the windshield, the glass did not break, which means he was shooting blanks. They got caught. And so when they realized their mistake, they immediately went into a full court press and made it illegal for anybody to show that video. Hmm. And they started arresting people and they clamped down. They didn't want anybody seeing that video. Well, I have, a, I have that video on my website. You can watch it and you can see, okay, that this is fake. Uh, a, a lot of these shootings are just fake, so, okay? As a, as a biblical scholar, as you are, would you conjecture how this thing can come out for the good, where the good guys are going to come on top, uh, if the the system have to implode, or is it going to take us taking over the system? Well, I don't, what I do mean, I know how it's going to end up. The book of Revelations tells us. What does it say? Uh, Christ will return. I mean, there's going to be the second second coming of Christ. And by the way, I, I, I made a mistake. I called the, the Christchurch shooting in uh, Australia. It's actually in New Zealand. New Zealand. Sorry okay. about that. Okay. Yeah, so you really, you really believe uh, but, that this? But yeah, no, Christ, Christ okay. will return. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know, but I can tell you right now, the conditioning process has already started with people wearing the masks. It's not, it's not hard to figure out the next, the next thing is going to be the mark of the beast. And what would that be, the mark of the beast? Um, I'm not sure, but it will be in the hand or in the forehead. Oh, you mean a, a literal, literally mark or, or chip or something? It, won't, like it might not be a visible mark because it does. The Bible does say it will be in the hand and in the forehead. Mm. Okay, so <clears throat> nobody will be able to buy or sell without having the mark of the beast, and the mark of the beast will be a number, and it says six six six. In fact, if you look at your products that are sold on the shelf, they've already established. Uh, the groundwork by marking the products with the with the six 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 symbol. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. No, I if didn't. you look at the UPC code, there are three bars on that UPC code that have no number on them. So there's three there's three sets of two bars, and the all of the other bars on that product have numbers associated with those bars. Uh, those those three sets of bars that have no numbers. The numbers associated with those bars are six, six, six. The number of the beast. Wow! So and so, you can imagine that a person will not be able to buy a product unless they have the associated key that goes with that product, six, 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 in their hand or in their forehead. And that'll probably be all tied in with this central bank digital currency thing. There, there. There you go. Pretty soon. That's what they want yeah. with the digital currency. What they will be able to do is they'll be able to control what you buy or whether you can buy at all. So, for instance, they, they might give you a currency that can only be used to buy food. Mm -hmm. They'll give you a currency. And by the way, if, you are, if, you be, if they determine that you are unpatriotic right. or an enemy of the state or you don't have a, a high enough uh, social credit score, um, they'll just turn off your account. You can't use any of your money. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, the digital currency will be the new tyranny. So, so, so hopefully the good guys are going to come on top before all this happens, or do we have to go through 
some dark stuff, the dark night of the soul. Well, I think first. we're going through dark stuff. I think we're going through dark stuff right now. Yeah, yeah, the dark, don't you think? I think. Can you the, imagine? Yeah. Can you? Could you imagine ever in your life that the federal <laughs> government would come out and mandate that somebody take an experimental vaccine? Because that's what this is. Yeah. An experimental vaccine to require that for your job, or you get fired. In fact, that's happening as I speak. There are uh, nurses and doctors who are being fired from hospitals uh, because in order to comply with the federal government requirements, their doctors and nurses must be vaccinated. Now, he got burned a little bit by by requiring uh, um, uh, other businesses to 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 require that. But let me tell you, they're not giving up. No, this is only the beginning. Really, it's going to get get worse here. Oh, yeah. And we have the protections here in the United States of the Constitution. And there is no emergency exception to your constitutional rights, just to let you know. Right. There is no emergency exception. No. So your constitutional rights are God-given rights, and the government didn't give them to you, and they can't take them away. That's what makes our Constitution unique and different from any other Constitution. And that's why the world looks to the United States. That's why people are clamoring to come in the United States. Not because we're such a great place with all these resources. No, it's because we have God-given rights protected by the Constitution. If you read the Constitution, in no place does it grant you any rights whatsoever. It simply recognizes those rights that are given to you by God. Read the Ninth Amendment. It says the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be interpreted to deny or disparage others retained by the people. What that means is the Bill of Rights is simply an enumeration, a list of rights. And that's just a partial list. You have all other rights that God gave you, right to life, liberty, and property, okay, which they would now want to take away. Now, I've read, and I don't know if this is true, that originally, uh, I think it was Thomas Jefferson, it was life, liberty, and the pursuit of property and they eventually changed it to happiness but it was property Isn't that true yeah yeah and and by the way I, thomas jefferson actually changed that and and he did it um and it's always been interpreted to be property why because that's that's what was those were the three basic huh, right. uh, rights given to you by god and thomas jefferson uh as great as he was got it wrong you got it wrong. Got it wrong. Finally, sir, as an attorney, and everything that you've seen going on with these injections and all the mandates and stuff, do you think that you, with enough resources, could put together uh, enough uh, expert witnesses to prove with exculpatory evidence in a court of law, if you could get a fair one, that this whole thing was a scam? Do you think you could prove Oh, absolutely. It? Do you? Absolutely. Do you? Wow. Uh, in fact, you could you could prove 9-11 was a scam. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things you can prove are a scam. Yeah. The problem is uh, this this is being a court. Um, where do you find a court? Well, the, the, the it's not a question of where you find a court. It's the corruption. For example, do you realize that there was a House committee on assassinations that determined that determined that President Kennedy was assassinated as a result of a conspiracy. And then they said, uh, they turned it over to the Department of Justice to investigate those involved in the conspiracy. And do you want to know something? There was no investigation. Nothing. Why? Because the people that run the government were the people that would killed him. Of course, yeah. They're not going to investigate themselves. So you have to understand the corruption. It's the... 
as I as I read to you earlier, the kings of the earth have come together against the Lord and his Christ. This is a conspiracy against God. The, the space race they had with Sputnik, okay? That was all designed to, to control the masses hmm. of the world. We were not in competition with Soviet Russia. We were on the same page. The whole idea was to scam the world into believing that there was an outer space, that there was now a space race, and that we were going to land on the moon. This is this is all a conditioning thing. This all this whole um, uh, COVID nineteen, a complete scam. Yeah. So that's why the the flat Earth thing, and I get this questions asked a lot. Well, why does it matter? We've got all this stuff going on. We got starving children in Biafra and Ethiopia. Why does it matter? And I think you've just nailed it. It's why it matters, because this is all part of the deal, right? If they can fake you out to thinking you don't live where you live, anything's possible. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. Once, once you're on board yeah. with what they've taught you about where you live and, the, and, your, and your place it changes, in, right? in, in the alleged universe without, without a God, they've got you. <laughs> they've got you. <laughs> Okay, they can control everything else you do. Once you break free from that, see, even if even if you doubt the government, even if you doubt, okay, there's always going to be that lingering uncertainty. But once you understand that the earth is flat and God is up there watching and he's close by, everything changes. It becomes crystal clear that, in fact, they are trying to enslave me. This is a conspiracy it erases the doubt. There are a lot of people that understand that there's a conspiracy. Oh yes. But they the the um but there is that lingering doubt. They always aren't sure, okay? But when you step back and you look at what they've lied to you about and you understand why they've done it, it makes it clearer in your mind. Oh, I see. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that don't understand this concept of flat earth. And I and I um and I have to reveal to them the because you see, there are people that they sprinkle within any group that is opposed to them in order to spin things their way. Oh, okay. Oh. So so you you have to understand that as well. There are people who are there as relief valves, okay? Um, and I would consider Trump being one of those. Okay. But there, all throughout history, they have people there for people to vent. And then that one, that person spins them away from the real right. conspirators. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right about um, Trump. I think that he is just a, a false flag too. He's not going to save the world. Well, remember, he's the one, he's the one who declared <laughs> the vaccine medical right? emergency. It's like, come on. I mean, he doesn't he have the internet. He doesn't know. And he's still selling, Mr. Hendry, this idea of the vaccines. Doesn't he have the internet? He doesn't know how many people are being killed by this thing? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're fun to talk to. Thanks for being here. And uh, Thank I, you for having me. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, Edward Hendry, The Greatest Lie on Earth, Proof Our World is Not a Moving Globe. And your website, again, tell folks what they might find there. What's the name of the website? Uh, Great Mountain Publishing. And it's a blog. I have a lot of blog articles on there as well. So if you go on there, I've got all kinds of blog articles about the the COVID-19 scam, um, the vaccines. Uh, I've written a lot about that. And everything I write, by the way, is supported by authority. So 
you can check the authority with what I say. My books are the same way. So uh, it, it doesn't matter who I am. You can check what I've written by looking at the authority. And you should always do that whenever anyone says anything. Check their authority. What is their authority for what they say? Yes, sir. All right. Well, you have a nice day. And again, and thanks for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Edward Henry, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. He's a fun guy to talk to, huh? He's quite a ball of fire. He's an attorney there and lives in Virginia. And um, the biblical perspective is fun to, to look at when it talks about flat earth. And I agree with him there that uh, I've, I've known so well, not a lot of people, but quite a few that have come around to the idea that we're not spinning around the sun and that we are on a flat plane. It's, it's a stretch for most people, and I think it is why it matters that once you get that, um, things change for you, and you'll be able to even uh, venture into more places that you are not um, ready to go to as far as looking at the truth of things. We like to look at, uh, try to figure out what the truth is about everything, including this thing we call disease, and how we get a disease, why we get a disease, and what these bodies are about. And we're going to talk about that next. I'm going to take a little five-minute break here. It's 11.30. I'll be back in five minutes. And we're going to talk about the fact that the body is not solid. It is not solid. And if you get that, and I'll kind of help you understand how that is, then things can really change for you as far as healing and getting well and staying younger and doing fun things like that. Yeah. Okay? So, I will see you in about five minutes right here. Thank you. Uh, may the blessings be. Thanks for your support. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. <laughs>